0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello. Welcome to your Hollywood crime scene mini episode. Hi. Hi, Desi. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. Desi had a hoagie.
1: Yeah. I did. She's, she's like a, in a hoagie coma. In a hoagie glow. Yeah, that's good. I'm really jealous right now. W- what stories you got for us? Well, I mean, I know that was our top story that I had a hoagie. That,
0: Desi, That was our top story. But our other top story, we have okay. There were some wild stories this week. Oh, but one that just broke this morning. This is from the Associated Press, and it's that there was an arrest made in the 1996 murder of Tupac Shakur. I know. Man tied to suspected shooter in Tupac Shakur's 1996 killing arrested in Las Vegas, AP sources say. Las Vegas police have arrested a man in the deadly 1996 drive-by shooting of Tupac Shakur, a long-awaited break in a case that has frustrated investigators and fascinated the public ever since the hip-hop icon was gunned down in the Las Vegas Strip 27 years ago. Dwayne Keffy D. Davis was arrested early Friday morning, although the exact charger charges were not immediately clear, according to two officials with firsthand knowledge of the arrest they were not authorized to speak publicly ahead of an expected indictment later Friday. Davis has long been known to investigators and has himself admitted in interviews and in his 2019 tell-all memoir, Compton Street Legend, that he was in the Cadillac where the gunfire erupted during the September 1996 drive-by shooting. Now, this guy Davis... Has been a suspect for a long time. And so his name is not surprising. One of the Los Angeles police detectives, this guy, Greg Cading, the Associated Press says he spent years investigating this murder and he wrote his own book about it. And he was just waiting for this guy to be arrested. Right. Davis is also the sole survivor of the group that was in the car. Oh, wow where like where the bullets came from right um Kading, this detective said he interviewed davis in 2008 and 2009 during los angeles police investigations and the killing of shakur in las vegas and the slaying of biggie smalls Kading said he also talked to the las vegas police detective about the case including after the swat raid in july at the home in henderson so There was a raid in July in relation... I think it it might have been at his girlfriend's house, the the house raid that they did. Anyway, so very big breaking news today in this case that has been going on for 27 years.
1: Well, it's technically unsolved, but a lot of people for a very long time are like, we know exactly what happened. Right. Yeah, but there's just been no evidence as far as law enforcement, right?
0: Yeah, enough to either make an arrest thus far or, like, charge it, like, convict anybody. So we'll keep you posted. It was pretty wild, like, seeing this story break today. Our next story is also a big crime story. This is out of People magazine, and it is that Gypsy Rose Blanchard. (gasps) is going to be released from prison early. Oh my gosh. She was granted parole. She's going to be released in December. Wow. Now, if you don't know who Gypsy Rose Blanchard is, she was the victim of one of the wildest cases of Munchausen by proxy I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean... Her mom, Dee Dee, Mm. basically poisoned her child, Gypsy... For like 18 years of her life. How old was she when she murdered her mom? I mean, I think she was pretty young. She was really young. She's now 30. Oh no, in July of 2016, Blanchard, 32, pleaded guilty. I'm sorry. I should have, yeah, I should have refreshed. Well, it didn't say then thirty two. How old is she now? God, people are yelling at me. I should have. Ref- I should have done I <laughs> I didn't refresh. think she was
1: thirty two because that would be crazy when she killed her mom. I don't think so. No, she was younger. She she, must- she was still. She was. She was older than the mom told her. Right. Yes. She was older. It it should have said
0: this article should have said then thirty two. Yeah. It d- didn't. So she's thirty two years old now. And this was... I don't like the way people wrote this article. We expect
1: better of people. I expect better from People magazine. No, I think... I want to say she was like 19, but she thought she was 16. That's like sticking out to me, but I'm not sure.
0: Anyway, this happened. she was arrested in June 2015 for the murder of her mother, Dee Dee. Again, Gypsy had suffered... Insane abuse at the hands of this woman her entire life. She was led to believe that she was terminally ill. Her mom made her ill from poisoning her with various drugs. Now
1: this case is just wild. If
0: you've never heard of this case, I'm shocked. But if you've never heard of this case, turn this podcast... No, don't turn... Listen to the rest of the show. (laughs) But remember, go look at go look
1: up this case. Yeah, it's very unusual, to say the least.
0: (laughs) I remember when this broke, and I was just obsessed
1: with it. I was always obsessed with Munchausen by Proxy cases because I saw one when I was very young. Some case, like whatever, some show or something about it, and I was like, "Ooh, that's." dark like that's I couldn't believe it yeah I heard about it when I was a kid too
0: and just was always morbidly fascinated by it because it's just a kind of sick sickness you can't even imagine someone inflicting on another person
1: much less their child
0: much less their child and And to get attention and it often is their child yeah like a person who cuz you have does control this. over
1: your little child Ugh, and what you give them and they're so, so trusting. It's so fucked. No, I mean I I feel like if anyone deserves parole, it's someone like her. I agree. I mean, I agree. Um anyway, so we'll keep
0: you posted if there's any interesting developments in Gypsy Rose Blanchard's case. There's tons of docu- there's like lots of documentaries and TV movies about this. Yeah. If you're if you're unclear on the details, which are so much wilder than I could possibly convey. Yes. Right now I'm not being very articulate about it. <laughs> on to other news. This is out of ABC. Could a government shutdown affect Fat Bear Week?
1: <sighs> is this Bears or men? men? This,
0: is not, this is not referring to large, hairy, gay man okay. men. This is referring to bears as in the animals. I didn't even know there was large bear week. Fat bear fat week. Bear week. Okay. Fat bear week. The looming government shutdown could affect fat bear week, the annual celebration of wild bears who put on weight to prepare for hibernation. From October 4th through October 10th, the Bears of Alaska's Katmai National Park face off March Madness style on the Fat Bear Week website, where people can vote to crown the best and chunkiest bear. Ooh. But timing-wise, there could be some complications. The House and Senate have until the end of the day on Saturday to pass a spending deal to avert a partial government shutdown, which would have rippling consequences for numerous workers, recipients of social services, and more. During a shutdown, many agencies such as the National Park Service are also not permitted to update websites and social (gasps) media pages. That means that the viral Park Service social media promotions of Fat Bear Week would halt. This is
1: unacceptable to me. This is like, you don't think things like this affect you, and then you find out something like this. Because these dipshits in Congress can't get it together. Why don't Everyone like else go through this every fucking year? Why?
0: <laughs> Why? and it affects other people it affects so many other people.
1: Well, I mean it's it's shutting down obviously a lot of government agencies that people use every day and the fat be- the fat bear.
0: These bears who have been looking forward to their moment in the sun all year to become America's next top fat bear.
1: Why can't someone just volunteer to keep this going? They're not allowed to. I mean this is crazy. I'll do it. <laughs> do you want
0: to see the winner of Fat Bear Week 2022? Yeah, I do. Bear 747. They didn't mm. even they didn't even give this guy a proper name. But I think
1: you should name him if he wins.
0: Yeah, don't give him a numerical name. Oh. Bear, this is Bear 747, Desi.
1: Wow, he's a large man. That is a very bulky bear. He's bulky. He's got some fucking shoulders too, right? <laughs> he's yoked. <laughs> he- prepared for winter. He's so prepared for winter.
0: Here's Fat Bear 480 Otis with a fish.
1: Wow. That was me with my hoagie before. <laughs> that
0: was right before you walked in the door. I had it in my mouth. Here's another picture of Fat Bear 747 he, who won Fat Bear Week last year. I like that one because he
1: actually looks chunky. The other ones just look massive. This He's is the, like this, a little round. This is the bear who won. Oh, in that other picture, though, he looked more muscly. Here he looks more round. He looks a little rounder in this one. You got to accentuate that roundness.
0: Melon. Our next story is a local story, again, from ABC. A shirtless suspect leads L.A. police on bizarre slow-speed chase in golf cart with a dog in his lap. (gasps) That's a wild headline Yeah, because each sentence... Reveals a new insane part of this Mm. story. The end of the bizarre chase was captured on video. This is from North Hollywood. A suspect was taken into custody in North Hollywood Sunday night after leading Los Angeles police officers on a slow-moving chase in a reported stolen golf cart. (sighs) According to police, officers received a call just after 9 p.m. about a robbery in the 18... thousand block of Ventura Boulevard. The caller said a golf cart was stolen at knife point. What? That is that is way too high stakes of a way to rob a golf cart in
1: my opinion. Seriously, especially with no shirt on? With no <laughs> Knife
0: point, like that's too dramatic for a golf cart.
1: Who was someone driving a golf cart around at night and he got robbed? This suspect, who was
0: shirtless, shoeless, was seen holding a dog in his lap, led officers on a chase that reached speeds of up to 19 miles per hour.
1: This is comical.
0: When he reached the area of Oxnard Street and Laurel Canyon Boulevard, officers were able to box the suspect in after turning into a parking lot. The suspect hopped out of the golf cart and attempted to flee while carrying the dog. (sighs) Police said he then dropped the animal and was ultimately taken into custody. No injuries are reported.
1: I like to picture him pushing that gas pedal down as hard as he can, he's, and it still only goes 19 miles an hour. That's the top speed he
0: reached. Here's a video of it, if you can see this, Desi. This is happening at night, too, by the oh, way.
1: Oh, my God. Do you see I just him? cut to a commercial. I saw a snippet. He's, that's crazy.
0: He's on the main... Rhodes
1: hauling ass in this little golf cart. And we don't know who, how he got it. He just came across it. Oh my God. You know, he robbed it at knife point. So someone was on their golf cart though. I don't know
0: exactly where he stole the golf cart from.
1: Oh my God. That
0: looks pretty fast.
1: 19 miles an hour. 19 miles an hour. Like that's that's, faster than you think. People are (laughs) running.
0: They're, it is very funny watching these cops on foot trying to run after this guy. And they, look at this line of cop cars.
1: Oh, my God.
0: For <laughs> I can't believe he just dropped the dog. I hope the dog's okay.
1: Oh, they said no oh, injuries. Oh, look, he's on the
0: ground now, shirtless.
1: Oh, my God. Not a good look.
0: I'd wanna, I want want an explanation of like how this
1: all transpired. I know. That's what I'm curious about. Like I like to picture someone just riding their golf cart around and then getting like golf cart jacked well, What whatever. was this
0: like, guy What was this guy doing with his golf cart out at night or was it like in
1: his yeah, driveway? I don't know or was he on did he rob it from a And why is this guy walking around half naked with his dog looking for a ride? No shoes. We I mean there's so many questions. No shirt, no shoes, dog. No service.
0: <laughs> no service. We didn't even get a picture of the dog, which I would have appreciated. Yeah. I want to know what kind of dog this was. It must
1: be small if In, he's carrying it. Yeah, I can't imagine like a huge golden retriever.
0: Oh wait, here's a picture. <laughs> this is from Golf Digest. Oh, you know what? It's not that small of a dog. It kind of looks oh. like a a small pit bull. Oh my from god. this picture, here's a better. Oh my angle. god! Not a very flattering picture of the of the shirtless man.
1: Oh, that is a pretty. Big dog. Yeah, that's not a good picture. I was. He looks wasted, though. He
0: looks very sweaty and drunk. He's has a five o'clock shadow that doesn't look like it's a fashion statement. It looks like no, it's, it's rough. It looks like it's ne- ne- been neglected,
1: like his face. That is a solid medium-sized
0: dog. Yeah, like it's not a lap dog. No, it is pretty big. It, the dog looks solid. Anyway, we will keep you updated on this. Very important local news story.
1: I wonder how much a golf cart is. That would be fun to have one. (laughs) I've always wanted to drive one. They're really fun to drive. Have you never driven one? I don't think I have. I need to drive one soon. They're so fun. Yeah, it looks really fun.
0: It's the only reason I would ever want to go golfing.
1: I would drive people around on the golf course and not even golf. If you'd, they let me. You'd just bring like the snacks and stuff? <laughs> I'd just be like, I'm here to drive. <laughs> here to that dri- would be
0: fun. I just want to drive the golf cart around. It's so fun. Yeah. I've, I've driven one around a couple times like as a teenager.
1: Did you uh,
0: carjack people? <laughs> I did not carjack anyone. I was totally allowed to be driving Aww. the golf cart. Nice, But I do remember it being very, very fun.
1: I feel like that's when it would be really fun before you like had a license. It was before I had yeah. a license. It was like I was like... like 13 or
0: 14 or something. Mm.
1: Is that the last story? No,
0: we got one oh. more story. <laughs> I just remember we have one more story. This one my mom sent me oh. yesterday. It's from the sun. Ooh. But I've seen this story posted elsewhere, but Look, we're reading it from the trashiest newspaper.
1: Sometimes they have the best details. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Married British Airways pilot Mike Beaton snorts coke off <laughs> topless woman, then tries to fly packed holiday plane to UK.
1: Is this the South African guy, or I saw something with a South African pilot that was a cocaine.
0: I don't know. Okay. We're going to get into this. I mean,
1: I, mean, I doubt there's two.
0: <laughs> How many of these. <laughs> I just saw
1: the headline today, and he was like, I thought I could do it, or something like that.
0: Married Mike Beaton of Devon boasted of his drug and drink orgy to a stewardess friend, admitting, I've been a very naughty boy. The appalled pal reported him to bosses who canceled last month's flight from Johannesburg to London. Okay. You're right, Desi. Then drug tested and sacked him. First officer Mike Beaton was about to fly from South Africa to London when a worried stewardess raised the alarm. This magazine's so trashy, they still call flight attendants stewardesses. <laughs> like, we don't call them that anymore. And haven't for a very long time. A very time. long time. Shocked bosses then canceled the 12-hour flight, costing the airline an estimated 100,000 pounds. The dad of one was suspended, then flown home the next day as a passenger before the dr- before being drug-tested at Heathrow. When that proved positive, he was sacked. BA's latest booze-fueled drama came to light after Beaton flew to Johannesburg, where he had downtime before he was scheduled to co-pilot a return flight to London. Mm-hmm. However, his night off descended into debauchery, which he then described in intimate detail in texts to his stewardess and colleague and stewardess colleague so this guy had a rowdy night of partying in South Africa mm. and then texted the details to his co-worker before getting on this flight and she was like "Uh, I don't think you should fly Yeah, Beaton told her that he met two local lads a fe- female Welsh holiday maker and a quote young Spanish bird at a <laughs> nightclub in the city The pilot boasted, We all walk back to the hotel bar for one last one before bed. Welsh and one of the guys is getting on very well, but she's told him that I'm her boyfriend. Couple drinks in the bar, bit of snogging, and then we're somehow on our way to this dude's flat. Welsh has decided that I should actually be her boyfriend. Spanish has hooked up up with one of the two local lads, and is having her tits sucked on the sofa. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> Can you
1: imagine texting your coworker. This?
0: <laughs> <laughs> he bragged about how the quote girls are dancing topless, and he decided to strip off too before some class A drugs arrived. The ex-pilot went on quote I've lost my shirt somewhere, and one of the local lads produces a plate with a f- few lines of coke. Quote. So then there's a debate about whose chest is the best to do a bump off. He added triumphantly, quote, "That's the story of how I ended up snorting coke off a girl's tits and Joe Bird."
1: Long story short,
0: <laughs> Beaton mm. then admitted the evening had taken its toll, confessing, quote, "Stayed the night at with Welsh, shagged her for ages. I guess the coke played a part, and then I mm. was so f." Asterisk, asterisk. I don't know what... Well, no. Okay. I couldn't even lift my head until gone to. This is this guy's British slang. I don't understand. An airline source said yesterday, BA has been left in shock. At the behavior of their former employee who runs a hot tub retreat in Devon with wife Jagoda.
1: Well It doesn't sound too shocking after hearing that news.
0: <laughs> what the hell is a hot tub retreat? Wait, so he's married? He's married. He's married. What? And his wife is Swedish? What's her name? What, where did you get Swedish from? I don't know. He runs a hot tub retreat in Devon with his wife, Jagoda.
1: Oh, I thought... I guess Jacoda. Jacoda
0: sounded kind of sweet. (laughs) (laughs) They told the Sun, of all the bad behavior that goes... This is what British Airways said. Of all the bad behavior that goes on down route between flights, this incident is hard to believe. A first officer is trained rigorously and knows the law inside and out. Their remit is protecting the safety of passengers. This behavior was the opposite of what is expected of, a British Airway, of British Airways pilots. The airline is in shock. This pilot has hoisted himself by his own petard. Wow. The idea of sending details of his drink and drug session to a stewardess between flights is extraordinarily dumb. I mean, they got that right. Furious managers followed protocol, and the pilot was drug tested on his return to the UK. The alcohol would have no longer been found in his system, but the Class A drug was. Mm. He will never fly again. The scandal is the latest wild tale of BA crew on boozy nights out. So, British Airways pilots have a reputation.
1: Are you not allowed to drink on your off nights?
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know, but it's set. the Sun says earlier this month we revealed how a stewardess was nicked outside a strip club in Miami after downing drinks with crew from rivals Virgin Atlantic. <gasps> in April, we told of how a BA pilot was reported to cops in Singapore after allegedly sexually assaulting a stewardess on a boozy night out. Wow, well, that's really that's a bad. whole other thing. <laughs> Last March, it emerged staff were banned from all-inclusive deals in the Maldives after a drunk stewardess passed out on a beach.
1: I mean, maybe when you're on like a layover in between flights, you're not allowed to get wasted. That kind of makes sense, I guess. I would
0: imagine that they have strict rules about that, given that one would hope that the crew of an airplane that's carrying several passengers...
1: Needs to be alert. Well, because that break is for rest time. Yeah. So it's important that you're well rested. Like I can understand
0: the allure of wanting to go out. You're in a city overnight. Right. That you've never been to where that's like a party city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like if you're,
1: especially if you're the pilot. I just think if those are the rules and then you tell someone, that's crazy. Mm. I mean, it's good that you got busted, obviously. But you think about how many times he probably did that. Yeah, maybe. this guy
0: sounds like a party guy. I mean I don't he think literally
1: he, runs a hot tub retreat. He
0: runs a hot that doesn't get more party. <laughs> he runs he runs a hot tub retreat in Devon. Last night BA sources insisted there was no risk to passengers following their pilot's Johannesburg binge four weeks ago. They assured their passengers, I guess they were like, You were safe on that flight
1: four weeks ago. Yeah. I don't know. This guy's like wild. Now he's he's all about the hot tub life now. He what, got fired. What did he think that
0: his flight attendant coworker was going to do? Be like, "Oh, wow, you're so cool.
1: Damn, you're hot. You're really hot. Let's fuck in the loo I on want the you plane. To sniff it off my tits." Yeah. <laughs> that's like honestly, you get, you share that with a guy. No woman's going to hear that and be like, "Wow." <laughs> <laughs> She's probably been waiting to turn this
0: guy in. He, that's how drunk this guy must have been. He must have st- been that like he's still drunk from the night before and he's texting her thinking like it's she's, so funny it's really
1: he's like this is so funny and I bet she's gonna think this is really hot yeah because the way he framed the story where he's like and then we were like whose chest is best to sniff off and next thing I know I'm doing it that's like his big punchline
0: the biggest punchline here's a we have a picture of this guy he looks about 15 and he
1: has adult braces. Oh, yeah. I saw that's the picture I saw. He does look really young. Why it, does he look so young? He looks so young. If I walked on the plane and saw that guy sitting there, I'd be like, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't trust this guy. God, the sun is so
0: trashy. They have like all the posts. They have like the screenshots of the text.
1: They've got this is the type of newspaper that also found finds the women. <laughs> oh, totally. They're so trashy. This it was my tits. He sniffed like an exclusive interview with the tit woman. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: anyway, I I kind of want to look into this guy's hot tub retreat because I need to know more about it. Is it just like a resort that is like
1: a lot of different hot tubs? Yeah, what that that sounds so nineteen seventies.
0: It sounds like yeah. It and I want to talk to the. I want like I want to talk to the wife. I want to know how the wife feels if this is like a a reoccurring thing. Oh, the Daily Mail. The Daily Mail also is so trashy. Oh they, yeah, they always have tons of pictures in their stories, and there are these pictures where it's like they always get someone's social media post from like
1: ten years ago. Yes, or they'll have like the wife frowning in front of the hot tub. Yeah they'll always (laughs) have some great photo.
0: They (laughs) dig up the shadiest pictures on the Daily (sighs) Mail. Ugh anyway, we'll keep if there's any interesting update. Oh, here's a from the Times UK. Cockpit confidential, what pilots really get up to.
1: Ooh.
0: Maybe. Maybe that's a good bonus episode for Patreon yeah. is to do stories from people who work on airplanes.
1: Yeah. What I are bet the, you there's
0: a good Reddit. What are I'm going to look that
1: up and yeah. see about some naughty things that have happened on I airplanes. I looked up something the other day and was reminded of um the hot haunted house Ugh. behind the scenes straight episode. Yeah. I was like, maybe there's more because it's been a few years now.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think we released that to our main feed last last Halloween. Yeah, I was
1: so I was like, oh my
0: god, I loved that those that series. That's so funny. Yeah. That was so fun. Anyway, let's take a break. We'll be right back. Bye.
1: Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings with big cash back at hundreds of stores. Don't miss headliners like Canon, Fenty Beauty, and Dyson. I can't wait to shop for all of my summer fashion and beauty needs and will definitely be checking out Ulta and Adidas. Rakuten really is the best way to shop. You can really save by stacking cash back on top of other deals. And during Big Give Week, the cash back is bigger than ever. It's the time to shop for everything you need for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Membership is free and it's all happening May 6th to May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost on top of Big Give Week cashback rates. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Rakuten is the shopping platform to save while shopping.
0: Should we start out by thanking everyone who came out to see us live in Austin on Tuesday? No. No, I'm just kidding.
1: (laughs) Yes, absolutely. I was so
0: happy at how the show went. I was so thrilled to meet everybody. I'm sorry for the people I didn't get a chance to talk to because I was so overwhelmed by all of the wonderful people that showed up.
1: I was talking to a friend of our pod, Mandy, uh-huh. and her husband. And there was all, I, we were right by the exit door and there was a huge line of people. And I said to her, oh, we're blocking the exit. Let's move. And then the person online was like, no, we're all here to talk. We all want to talk to you or meet you. It was that, so it was a line of people to meet me. And I was like, oh, I thought I was like blocking the door.
0: (laughs) I saw you, I saw you there because I was like,
1: well, she was right on the edge. That's why I was standing there, but it happened to be the exit as well. Yeah. Yeah. Next time, Desi and I will
0: coordinate a little bit better on the meet and greet aspect after the show. But I think, but we did, but we did, I think, I think so, talk to a
1: majority of the people there. Absolutely. So, yeah, it was really fun to meet some of you guys. I mean, all of you guys, but some of you guys I knew from the Discord or from Patreon, seeing your name. So, I some people even like one woman, Zenith, who I think yes, you met as well. Yes. She worked, she was a. A story person, like I when I wrote a story, I she like wrote me and and I, she was like, um, whatever, yeah, part of the story. She
0: looked so hot,
1: I know. She looked great. She
0: was like, I I want details on the dress, the they're in makeup. the Discord, yeah.
1: The dress, at the,
0: least. I think that I think someone did mention I need to go like research that. It
1: looks like a vintage style, and like a new designer who does like vintage style. She looked stunning, I know. And her friend with like the, the both of her friends. I know, were so good, so cute. Um, um, I also ate the Mexican hot chocolate Oreos <gasps> that someone brought. Somebody brought us gifts. Some people, a, so a few a people, few brought, people us, brought gifts, us gifts. Somebody, which was crazy.
0: Somebody who gave us the snacks again? Because there was a lovely card.
1: Did I, you have? Do you have the card? I put the card in the bag. I don't have it with me.
0: Well, I'm going to open the card. I know Anita. was one of the women. Anita
1: and her friend, who was a new her friend. (laughs) I'm sorry because I met a lot of people that night. But her friend was funny because she's like she she got turned on from her friend to our show, and she said I've been catching up, listening to it at 1.5 speed, so I could get through more episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Which made me laugh to think of us at a higher speed. Yeah. Um. We also met. Uh, a longtime fan. Yes, who has been with us like literally since the beginning. Shout out to HR, one
0: of our longest listeners. Might have even listened to Eating Pie. He
1: he was the one who told me everyone was waiting to talk to me because he was like first like right in it the front. So know, it was so great to I know it was really fun. I have to say when I walked in, we got there a little bit early to whatever, and people were already sitting down. Like, a lot of people were already there. And you could, f- it, from the but the second I walked in, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. Because it already felt very high energy and exciting. Yeah. Like, everyone was happy to be there. And it was just really cool. I mean. I was,
0: it's kind of incredible because
1: I was nervous the entire day
0: of the show. Desi and I talked about this. Both of us have done, like, stage, lots of stage, we have like stage background, we've done performances, but nothing like this at all, where it's a live podcast, essentially. So both of us did not know what to expect. And for me personally, I was like, I don't know, is it going to translate? Is our podcast going (laughs) to translate to a live format? I was so nervous about it. But as soon right. as we got up there and we felt the energy of the crowd and people were so sweet and like the laughter and just like the vibe of the audience, I really, my, like, I, my stress did melt away.
1: I mean, you could literally see the faces sort of smiling at you. Yeah. It was crazy.
0: And Melon got a cheer. <laughs> yeah, even Melon. I, that brought a tear to my eye Aww. that my son, Melon, Who's very rude sometimes during the show, mm. but we love him. He got he loves to cheer. hate him. No,
1: <laughs> no, we we love him. We love He's him. He's my needy boy. Um, no, also people came from like Dallas, and the, remember Julie from <laughs> my mom
0: was obsessed with Julie she, and from I, Iowa. Yeah, I I really liked meeting Julie. You know, she was she was from Boise.
1: Um, oh Idaho. So, and then there was a woman who flew in from Ireland unbelievable i mean not specifically just for the show but she timed it with her regular visit i love that and i was like we'll see you in ireland when we go to ireland we will see her she's got to go then too yeah i'm sorry (laughs) rules are rules (laughs) you can't just fly in across the country across the world we also got some body lotion it's made of beef tallow i cannot
0: wait to try that
1: the lip balm is good
0: I, i tried that
1: it was like I a was vanilla. I was so
0: excited about that. Yeah. Anyway. We
1: had so much fun in Austin, too. Uh,
0: I loved Austin. I had never been to Texas before. And what a great little city Austin is. Yeah. Really great food town. The mm-hmm. nightlife is super fun. Yeah. I was the sole sober person in our group, so I was just holding everybody together. <laughs> At night, but it was very fun. I know Desi and my brother, they they got down at the White Horse saloon on our last night.
1: Yeah. I was really hungover. Yeah. I hadn't You guys partied. (laughs) (laughs) I was hung I hadn't been that hungover in a really long time. Yeah. Which is like I was trying to keep up with him. Yeah. And he was drinking beer and I was drinking whiskey. So well, I I caught I'm more than caught up. <laughs> I caught too much up. We, um yeah. We ate a lot of great food. So much good food. I mean, I really liked everything, pretty much everything we got. I loved
0: everything we got. And yeah. I was shocked. Well, one of the only places in, in the neighborhood we were staying that was open and quick enough to get a quick bite before the show was this taco truck called Las Trancas. Yeah, it was good. And I remember it had really good ratings, but I do remember being skeptical because we we live in like LA where there's taco trucks everywhere and we eat right. a lot of tacos here. So I remember being a little skeptical, not that it wouldn't Be good, but that it would be something I've already am used to eating in LA. I was so I love these tacos at Las Trancas. The tortillas were good. The tortillas were like homemade, delicious. Yeah, I got two tacos and a quesadilla plate, and the quesadilla was also one of the best quesadillas I've ever had.
1: Nice. Yeah, I mean I the food it. was
0: good. We had a lot of good meals there. Everything so. we ate was great, including the Harvest Cheddar Sun Chips that we ate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> those are always those are always a banger.
0: <laughs> um so we emailed our manager and we're like we need we need to go. We need more tour dates. We were anxious to go, get on the road. So we will keep you posted. Yeah, about where we're going to next. We've seen the responses of where you guys want us to come. We'll take all those into consideration. And if we don't get to you on this next leg of the tour, we will get to you. We promise.
1: Yeah. We'll just keep churning them out. Yeah. For sure. I'm
0: ready to go. I'm exhausted, but I want to go. Okay. I had so much fun. Yeah.
1: It was fun. I love exploring a city too. So yeah. it's always nice if we can stay a day or two and kind of get our bearings yeah, visit the haunted places. We went to some eat, haunted
0: places.
1: Eat the food.
0: We went to after the show we went to Kanji, which is a great Caribbean restaurant. Really yeah. good. Really spicy jerk chicken.
1: The roti was good.
0: The roti was incredible. We had a pepper pot. We had I liked that. The wild boar pepper pot.
1: That was that was also really flavorful.
0: Everything was so delicious at that restaurant. Right. Really enjoyed it. And
1: I like what was it called? The White Horse?
0: The White Horse Saloon. That was fun.
1: That was like a real cowboy bar. It was very I would I wish they had a place like that here. It would be so fun to go to. That was like like I'm
0: like that for me was an experience I've never had before.
1: I just liked uh I thought the music was really good. They had a live band. They had a live band that was actually really great. Everyone was dancing. Um they had the whiskey I was getting was on tap
0: oh my god which was is that very like,
1: that's not is very, that unusual that is unusual <laughs> as far as I know maybe it's not in Texas yeah Um, your brother thought it was unusual oh. he's a bar owner so yeah it must be right um yeah I mean I don't know what else to say about it it was very fun and I liked meeting everyone it yeah. was uh everyone was so nice they're so sweet I really had a great time I can't st- Say enough and thank you to Cap
0: City Comedy Club. Great venue. Great venue. Everyone who worked there was so nice and supportive.
1: So go see other shows there. Yeah, because I I think they have they have podcasts there as well, like regularly. And I think I know some comics who perform there. So I thought it was a really nice venue. It was a great venue.
0: I would love to perform there again if we do Austin again, maybe next year or whatever. I don't know. They
1: have other clubs across the country too. Oh, they do? Yeah. So we can uh they're part of like Helium comedy yes. clubs. Which I know are in like Portland and other spots. I want to go to Portland. I do too. So maybe we can hit I've that never place been to up. Portland. Um yeah. But I think in our bigger cities we might be able to play bigger venues. Yeah. I don't know. Like New we York. In LA. Right, where we can guarantee we're gonna sell a ton.
0: Yeah. I was really pleasantly surprised. I, oh I mean, God. I was just nervous. I was just nervous. I'm like, what if like nobody comes?
1: I was happy when I knew we had the minimum that I kind of wanted to have. Yeah. And then it was more of um, like you said, will it translate? Yeah. Cause I was doing um a story which had a lot of information and I was like, is it funny enough? Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? But it because we don't have that pressure on ourselves to always pick something that's gonna be we do more serious stories sometimes yeah, on air but um, there you kind of wanted to have something that would be more fun so I think it worked out.
0: Everyone loved it. You did such a good job.
1: Yeah I think I liked having the local color too yeah. about the stories that you picked where we could talk about what we did too yeah. and what we ate. Right. Which people wanted to hear.
0: I was, I was like
1: oh my god <laughs> they want to hear what we ate. I was like that's a famous segment. <laughs> It was very funny to it's we never get live reaction, no, so it's very funny to get that all of a sudden. That's what was so wild is getting a live reaction, right? Because we have people comment to us, like, I was laughing so hard when you said this or whatever, yeah, which is always nice, but it's like, I think that's what I was scared of. Will it, will we, if we don't get reactions live, it's gonna feel bad. do you know what i mean because it's like i don't know it was stressful but yeah it was great it ended up being great
0: i told brendan i was like i was like people got my blue Cantrell reference that made me feel very
1: good well when it's just us even if just we get it it can still be funny yeah there it's kind of like you did feel like you wanted everyone to understand yeah yeah Uh, or we did like sometimes inside jokes about like things we've said on the show before. Right. And it was like, does that work? You know, it's just, it's a lot of, uh, it's a lot, it's a lot of stress, but I'm glad it went well.
0: It was, it was better than I could have hoped for. And I can't wait to do more live shows. So stay tuned for that. We're working on that to get that happening as soon as possible to at least get the dates.
1: Oh, and I wanted to say, cause a lot of people on the line were like, I would love to have a diamond level pussy merch. Some we di- do. And I was like, we have it. We just never promote ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> so we do have merch available. And I guess at our future shows, perhaps we can sell stuff if we get our act together.
0: We have a diamond level pussy mug. We have a diamond level pussy sweatshirt. And we have a diamond level pussy tote bag. Available, I told them that. Available on our merch site. I will put a link in the show notes of this episode. Yeah. Holly, if you go to hollywoodcrimescene.com, it redirects to our, our store. Yes. But I will also include a link in the show notes.
1: Yeah, we'll be better about promoting.
0: I think I have, I have our diamond level pussy mug. I use it oh, all the time.
1: That's nice. It's I told her you cute. can get that if you want to be more demure or if you want to get a sweatshirt to wear to church, mm. you can do that. To so tell the world <laughs> that you
0: have a diamond
1: level pussy. God approves. Yeah. You made it.
0: Diamond level pussy. We've said before, it's genderless. Anyone has the potential for a diamond level pussy. Yeah, it's a it's a vibe. It's a vibe.
1: Um, yeah. So I was like, we have that. Your dream has come true. Yeah. So it felt good to make people's dreams come true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we also have a dumb bitch hat.
1: Yeah. If you're,
0: I'm always like shocked and and like my heart is warmed when people buy the
1: dumb bitch hat. I love thinking of them wearing it somewhere and, like, the response. It you might know get. what? It's cute. It's a cute hat. It's very cute, but it must it must make people's head turn. Or, like, when you're, like, going out to get a coffee and you're wearing that. <laughs> I'm just thinking it's a funny thing to see. <laughs> <laughs> I would laugh if I saw someone wearing that. I would, too, but it's also a really cute hat. Yeah, it's very cute. No, if I saw someone wearing that, I'd be like, where did you get that? For sure. For sure. For
0: sure. Anyway, um... Well, did you, you had a hoagie. Tell, tell us about your hoagie, he? So
1: there is a hoagie. Um, what is it called? Like a pop-up, I guess. Did you go, is he still in Echo Park? Yes. So I, I think his schedule, it's Delco Rose Hoagies. You can follow them on Instagram. Tell him I sent you. You will get nothing for that. (laughs) But it might help us. It might help, uh. It might help us. Get Maybe fr- we can do a collaboration. We can do a hoagie collab. I would
0: love to do a hoagie collab with Delka Rose. Yeah, let's do a If hoagie. anyone knows the guy who... I just talked to him. Oh, yeah, and you told him that you're in a hoagie Facebook group. Yeah, I
1: tried to impress him with yeah. my hoagie. <laughs> no, he's actually super, super nice guy. Um, so I told him, uh, but yeah, let's do a collab with him, we can, no, <laughs> we can make a dessert. I know, just do ho- it. We're just we can make a dessert for the for his hoagies to mm. sell on the side or yeah. something. Anyway, the hoagies are really good. They're classic. They have a nice hinge, <laughs> which we all know now is a very important part of a hoagie. Um, the meats are quality. The bread is quality. the The lettuce is perfectly shredded. It's got some spice, but not overwhelming. And there's a vegetarian version too if you don't want the meats um he's a really nice guy he's from philly uh he's friends with someone who works at your brother's bar who's also from philly yeah and that's why he sold them at the bar that day right um echo park lake by the way is so nice yeah i want i want i want to go on one of those swan boats i've never been on the swan boats people were out on them today and i was like this looks nice this is such a cute little park I love that park. Yeah, it's cute. It's very cute, and I would love to go on those swan boats. Do I have to kick them myself, like paddle them, or something? Yeah, you gotta paddle them like a little okay. bicycle. <laughs> um, so yeah, go follow him on Instagram, and then you can pre-order the hoagies now, so you don't have to worry about showing up and he's sold out, right? Because he sells out. Yeah. So I pre-ordered my hoagie in bed yesterday. Dude, like, <laughs> we were so tired. <laughs> we were exhausted from, I think we both had a ton of stress yeah. leading up to the show. Yeah. And then it was such a relief, but you kind of, we didn't realize how it had been taxing us yeah. uh, thinking about it because we really wanted to do a good job for you guys. Um, And yeah, I was literally exhausted in bed. I was like, I'm going to want a hoagie tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about it for weeks. And I saw his Instagram pop up. I was like, oh, I can pre-order. I got there five. I got there early, so I was standing around waiting nice, for him to Jesse, set up. Nice. I was like, look at me, like right when he fucking opens. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to get here and eat it at yeah. 1.30, so I, I was time pressed for time. <laughs> I got to get that hoagie. Immediately opened it in my car. Got drips on my shirt. Hot, um, and I ate it before I got here, and then I had um, to drink a lot of water. But yeah.
0: Did you listen to any... They were going out of order. Did you listen to any great podcasts this
1: week? Well, I haven't listened to any new podcasts, but I got super excited because I saw that last podcast was doing the Jeffrey McDonald story. And that is one of my favorite... I mean, I hate saying favorite, but that was one of the first true crime cases I was ever obsessed with. Yeah. So I'm really excited to hear about it. The guy, Jeffrey McDonald, is an absolute psychopathic narcissist. Like he is a real character, awful person. Um, So I'm always interested in hearing more about that case because it's sort of, he's in prison still. Like he's still alive, that guy. Yeah. And um, he's just a monster. So there's a lot of ups and downs in that case um, that just make it kind of interesting. And uh, he's like one of the first cases that tried to sort of pin it on the hippies after Manson. Like right. that kind of thing. Like, um, anyway, it's a, so I'm excited. I was like, Ooh, and there's two episodes cause I guess I missed whatever, but, um, We were busy this past we week. We were very busy. So yeah, other than that, no, I haven't, I haven't listened to anything. We've just been, mm-hmm. it was been, it's been a stressful past week. I mean, busy and it, stressful. It was a
0: lot. And you know what? I think now that we sort of know what, and plus we like traveled with a group. So there was a lot. It wasn't just us doing the show. It was like we were also on like a mini vacation
1: in Austin. We so wanted to eat a lot of food. We wanted to eat a lot. So we were like planning meals. We had a power outage. Oh, yeah. We forgot to mention that. <laughs> we,
0: we Our power, the first night we were in Austin, the power went out in our Airbnb from 10 p.m. Sunday until like 2 p.m.
1: Monday. Which was stressful because we both had work to do and needed our computers, like access to internet and charging. Yeah. So
0: my phone, as Desi mentioned, if you saw our live show, my phone was on (laughs) 7% battery that night and I spent the last 7% battery looking at videos that my cat sitter had sent me.
1: Yeah. You're like, I'm just going to charge it on my laptop. And I was just like, I love that you're, you're literally, the Titanic is sinking. You're like, hold on. Let me look at these videos. I had to see. There were so many too. Like She was sent like, me like six videos
0: of melon just rolling around with a bag of catnip. Well, every time I thought you had finished, you'd be like, oh, look at Google. <laughs> There'd be like a
1: new video. I was like, oh my God. They were so
0: cute. Uh, I mean, they are cute. Um Yeah, that was exciting. And we were worried. We're like, wait, is this going to be like an outage that lasts a whole week? We don't know. I mean... We didn't know what to expect and we were really worried. Like, what if we have to check into a hotel?
1: That was a long outage considering the storm was not that long. Yeah. It was a short storm that was really spooky. Yeah. Um, But wasn't that... Big or long, but I guess enough to do the damage,
0: right? But the power came back on, and we were just like, "Go, go, go, go!
1: Use the internet!" Oh my God! I'm sorry, but I just saw that the di- Giants fired Gabe Kapler. Did that just happen? Yes, I this just is new. Know it, this just happened. I got an announce a notification. Oh my God! I'm sorry. Breaking news. Breaking
0: news. Arguably the hottest baseball manager of all time
1: That's so... has just
0: been fired. My team, the San Francisco Giants, look, I can't say I'm surprised, but I am very disappointed. Well, not that, not, I understand the decision. I understand the decision. We have not had, we, we, we haven't had a good season. Well, okay, we had that fluke amazing season in 2021, but it's not been good for us. It has not been good for us, right? So I get it, but I I always did feel a sense of pride
1: that we had such a hot manager. I mean, a lot of times, man, like the guy from the Orioles, he uh, he went from a hundred losses to a hundred wins in two seasons. Like, so you can't, it can't, you know, managers can turn it around, right? There must have been some other stuff going on, or maybe he wanted out. Dave at
0: GG Giants (laughs) tweeted, Is this the right move? Maybe, but it sure does reek of desperation. They felt they had to do something to show they're engaged. Kapler falls on the sword. Look, I'm going to talk to the boys in my baseball chat, see what they think of this decision. I mean, look, they haven't been too happy with Kapler, this season. I will
1: say that. It's always hard to know how much the manager is to blame, though. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not good. I'm not good at like deciding these things. I am also very emotional. So if I'm attached to someone, I'm like, no. No, I'm trying. Know. I don't
0: I never think logically about these things. So I'm not the right person to no, ask me either. whether or not I think it's a good idea. Because I'm like, well, I'm gonna miss him looking hot all the time. Is he gonna be hot on another
1: team now? No. <laughs>
0: He's not, it's not, it's, it's a bummer for me.
1: I think it's a bummer too. Cause I'm, I was going to try to date him, but if he's at like goes to the Dodgers or something,
0: that's not going to (laughs) happen. But yeah, if he's from LA. Right. Believe me, I've done my research. (laughs) He is, but I doubt that the Dodgers, uh,
1: that would be just my luck. Right. I mean, I doubt that would happen. He's well, he's not going to be a manager there. Right. Because they have their manager. Yeah. I just who they stick with. Right. Um, I anyway. don't know. Anyway, the, I just thought I, I saw it on my phone. I was like, what? Like, I literally had to read it twice. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there's a lot of discourse
0: on this that I'm going to have to wade through. I'm sad. Personally,
1: I'm sad, too. I'm give sad. Him about another, this. Give him one more chance. Give him another chance. Also, you guys, the upper management, you know, you got to spend some money, too. See, I blame the upper management. That's
0: who, that's, my gut tells me to blame the upper management because we're real, we're a little too, remember, okay, we're going to have to like stop this episode because this is not interesting to most of our listeners, probably, maybe, I don't know. I don't know how many sports fans we have. (laughs) If we said sports time with the audience cheer. (laughs) That would be the, I would, if we had a sports corner, it would be the worst sports corner on any podcast. Oh, it would be absolute
1: bimbo nation.
0: (laughs) It would be such bimbo nation. Just because I love baseball and am a lifelong Giants fan does not mean I am good at
1: sports analysis. No, I'm always asking. This is where I'm totally like uh, to the man in my (laughs) life. I'm like, what a, is this good? <laughs> Can you tell me why? Give me the statistics of yeah. why it's bad or acceptable. Yeah. I mean, I have so many opinions that have infuriated men throughout my life, just like on who I think should be in the Hall of Fame. Me too. What I think should be... Like, a why, rule. Yeah, like just that kind of stuff. And it's all emotion-based. Me too. So they're always mad at me. I, I mean, I know
0: people who are pro-pitch clock, and I've always been very anti-pitch clock because I think baseball should be as lawless and unpredictable as possible. I agree. And
1: I don't like people rushing.
0: I don't want my baseball games ru- I like when games drag on. It lets you do things. I, <laughs> I used to famously take a nap between the fourth and sixth innings during non-important games. No, I, I agree with you. Not at the stadium, but like <laughs> at home. At home over the summer when it's not uh, that important of a
1: game. Okay.
0: Anyway, that's it. Bye. Bye.